0: Hello world, it's episode 78 of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose and uh yeah, let's get the show started. Hit that theme.
1: Is everybody in?
0: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. The entertainment for this evening is not new. You've seen this entertainment through and through. You have seen your birth, your life, your death. You may recall all the rest. Did you have a good world when you died? Enough to base a movie on? Alright, man, that's about as Jim Morrison as I can get. How's everybody been? Um, new episodes upon us, a new week is upon us, and I think I've figured out my format of how I'm gonna get this, get this show done and out there to the world. I've got some good news. Um, I've been busy. I'm always busy. But, uh, I got, uh, some stuff I've been working on. So, about, uh, I don't know, about seven years ago, I started writing a book, cause, uh, and I guess I'm just gonna come right out and say it i I, I was writing a book, and this is right around the time my son was born, and um so you know, I took the time away from that, you know, raising him from the time he was born up until you know now I still do and everything but um i was I was digging around my hard drive the other day, and I found my book, and it was unfinished, so um i've been writing that and i found a publishing company that will publish the book and it should be out pretty soon on amazon so you guys can get that for the kindle um or digital download or however uh those those kind of book formats are done i'll i'll release more details as it comes out so that's gonna be really cool um Here's what to expect. Um if you're a fan of the show, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I always say that this is uh, everyone's favorite mediocre program. So um I guess I'm going to be <laughs> releasing everyone's favorite mediocre book and uh that's exactly what it's going to be. It's not about the podcast. Um although there are highlights in there. Spoilers. Um No, nah, man, for for majority of my life, man, since I was a kid, I've been a musician. And, uh, there for a while, I was a touring musician. And, um, you know, I've had bands here and there, uh, come and go as, as you please. And, uh, I've recorded, I don't know, maybe, well, hundreds, hundreds, I don't know, thousands. That, that seems kind of pushing it, but maybe, I don't know. I haven't counted of songs throughout the last, um, almost 20 years. It'll actually, wow, it'll actually be 20 years next summer. So that's, uh, that's pretty wild. But anyway, um, I always took a lot of great, uh, like solace and, uh, is that the word I'm looking for? Anyway, uh, in musicianship and bands and looked up to, uh, different bands as as heroes almost, you know, growing up and I love reading uh musician autobiographies and uh, books like that. So I've got, you know, all the KISS books. I've got uh not just not just limited to rock stars. I mean you got uh Chris Jericho. Or, or Kevin Smith, or Felicia Day, or Brian Cranston, or, you know, there's a lot of, uh, biographies, and I, I prefer those, cause, um, I don't know, I don't think I really have much of an active imagination, um, unless I'm seeing a lot of pictures, you know? <laughs> no, I, I do, I do enjoy a good read every once in a while. And, uh, I figure, you know, every, uh, every great musician that I've always looked up to has a book out. And, um, <clears throat> it's about time I tell my story, and uh, there's a lot of humor in it, it's funny, at least to me, I I think I'm pretty great and and funny and humorous, so it's good, it's good, I I like it, it's almost finished, Um, it was going to be a three-part book, this big, thick, you know, slap your best friend in the face with book, huge, but um, I don't know if I'm going to do the third part. Uh it it's a lot. And I don't know how interested everyone would be in the third part, and if they are, then maybe I can write that later as like a, a standalone or or a sequel or, or something, you know? So as of right now it's actually told in two parts. Um the book will be sold as a whole unit, you know, part one and two together combined, which is kinda weird, but that's the way it's gonna be. And uh I'm almost finished with the second part. I just gotta get the motivation to get up. Uh get out of work, and type, so I'm almost there, it's, uh, it's-a-coming, so that's, uh, that's the big news I've been working on, you've been wondering where I've been, where have you been for the last few months, man? I'm writing a book, so, <laughs> um, but that's no excuse, that's, that's no excuse to neglect the show here, because, uh, I, I still love it, man, I, I love that you guys listen, and I want to reach the world, so change the world, um, I don't know. That's, that's pretty much all that's been going on. I haven't, I, I guess I recorded a new song here and there and, uh, you know, hanging out, doing my thing, uh, watching movies. Cause man, I love movies and that's my escape from the world that we live in. I always, the last few episodes have been kind of grim. I've been talking about all the, uh, the, the changes and, and negative things going on in the world. And, uh, movies are the one thing that kind of make that all go away, kind of stay positive and, Um, this, I'm gonna make it sound dated here, but I went and saw The Avengers, and, um, that's all I can say, because I'm not one of those guys who does spoilers, so, you know, if you're, if you're curious about how the movie is, go see it, it's not my place to tell you, I didn't write it, so, um, Yes that's, that's about it, man, so, how's your life, what, what's new with you, um, I'm going to try to see if I got any emails this week, because it's been a while, man. They're collecting dust up there in the uh, the cloud of email something, wherever emails land and where they stay and in the magical realm of the internet. So uh, I'll have that for you later on in the show, which should be cool, because I haven't done that in a while. Um <clears throat> I'm also going to do the trivia. You know, why not? We haven't done trivia in forever. You know, let's grow smarter as a as a whole, as a unit. Let's uh let's up our party knowledge. And if this is your first episode that you're stumbling on, welcome. Um Sorry, uh don't expect too much. <laughs> this is just what I do. And um Yeah, so let's uh Let's do what we normally do for listeners new and old. I'm going to start with a song, then we're going to jump right into our top five formats. So here we go. How's that grab you? <laughs> um, I recorded that one a while ago, and it was meant to be played on the last podcast that I did. But uh, you know, different events led to different things, and I ended up playing a different song. So there you go; it's finally out there in the world for you to enjoy. Um, speaking of dreams, man, I've been having some weird ones lately, uh, especially recurring dreams. Um, well, actually, before I get into that, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up and tell you a real life story. So <laughs> we've we've also been a little busy um, with this raccoon that's been living up in our, our attic, and we're trying to get him out. Uh, we got our roof recently replaced, and when the guy did it, he replaced the vent that the animals have been kind of gnawing at and ripped through, and they've been living up in the, the ceiling. And dude, I'm not gonna go up there and fight a raccoon. No way. I don't. I don't want uh, rabies. And I have seen the those zombie raccoon videos. And uh, no, thank you. So, uh, plus, you know, I looked up exterminators and stuff. They want like. Two hundred bucks to remove an animal, and if that animal has babies up there, and it's addition, an additional a hundred dollars per extra animal up there, nah, I'm not doing that. So, you know, we set up some traps, and uh, we're trying to get rid of this thing. It's been up there for a while, and usually it only comes in when it's cold. We're like, okay, whatever, it'll leave as soon as it warms up. Dude, it's been warm, and this guy is not leaving. And uh, we found out, or come to find out, he's been uh, peeing up in our ceiling, which is nasty, right? So, um, we set up some traps and stuff to no avail, man. They, they nothing's working. Nothing's getting this thing out. And so I have this brilliant idea. And I've, I mean, this the attic is the one place in the house that I've never explored, um, in all the years that I've been here. And because uh, it's it's scary. It's dark up there. I don't know if there's vampires. Is it a raccoon? I don't know. It could be, you know, a puppy or a bat, or Alex Winter, I don't know, it could be anybody, so um, <laughs> that would actually be pretty excellent, <laughs> but um, anyway, so we're trying to get this thing out for the longest time, and nothing is working, so I decide one day, I'm going to, you know, open up the lid, hopefully nothing comes out, and bites my face, and gives me, you know raby superpowers or whatever the case may be and i uh, end up plugging in my uh guitar amp and i put it up in the attic and i crank it you know not even not even to the halfway mark Uh, it's probably about at a three or four and i plug in my ipod to it and put on um yeah kids ask your parents what ipods are apparently but um i put on metallica's hardwired album as you know Someone loud, I mean the neighborhood could hear it, and those amps are pretty powerful. And this thing fled. It it took off about uh about a minute into the song. Uh so so raccoons don't like uh heavy metal, so that's pretty good, right? Anyway, the thing came back uh about a couple hours later, it's around midnight, so of course, you know, the kids are sleeping, the wife's sleeping. She's not sleeping, we're up, but the rest of the neighborhood's sleeping, noise ordinance and stuff. I can't put the amp back up there. This thing comes back, and we're hitting the ceiling with bats and shoes and whatever else, knocking the you know the popcorn tile off the the roof there. And uh, at one point, you know, my wife's out there. You know, get out of the house, and she's slamming the door over and over and slamming the screen Get out of my house. And I'm outside a few minutes later with a with a baseball bat, and I'm hitting the side of the house with this bat, and I'm thinking, oh my god, the neighbors are going to call for domestic disturbance or something. <laughs> they didn't, you know. We're trying to get this stupid pest out. But uh, eventually, we did get it out. We um, we got it out, and then the next day, you know, she went to the store, bought a bunch of uh, animal repellent stuff—the the kind of sprays that make you want to throw up when you you get a good whiff of them. Because she's like, "Oh, smell this! Never again, because that's nasty." So <laughs> she gets up there because I'm I'm way too big. I'm afraid I'm going to fall through the ceiling. She's she's tiny, and you know, like a like a little firecracker. But anyway, she she gets up there and and staples a you know sealant up there with some granules and spray and all this other stuff, keep the raccoons out. And they actually haven't been back since. And it's been almost uh almost two weeks, I think. So that's that's pretty good. But um, a, after that, I, I started having these dreams about things living in the attic because we had dealt with it for so long. Except uh, in my dreams, it wasn't raccoons. It was actually. Uh, some of the homeless guys that live in our neighborhood, and I've always been a little terrified about that because our garage is so cluttered with junk. I want to get a dumpster out uh, out there one of these days, sometime soon. You know, I've had yard sales. I'm not doing those anymore. Uh, we live in the kind of neighborhoods where uh, the last time I had a yard sale, um, I'm getting off topic here, but I'll, it, it all goes back around. I promise. And uh, the last time I had a yard sale. This van had pulled up. I don't know if I... I think I'm pretty sure I told this story before. This van pulled up to the driveway. And there was about 20 people in this van. I kid you not. Uh, got out. They each grabbed as much of my stuff as they could. Hopped back in the van and drove away. So I was thinking to myself, who in their right mind steals from garage sales? Uh, no, No junk is safe in this area. So... A lot of the stuff in the garage is cluttered. Uh, we came into a fully furnished house, and then, you know, on top of that, you have supposed friends and, and family and stuff who who know that you have a house, and they start using you as a storage unit. And, hey, can I hold this here for a couple of weeks? Yeah, sure. I'm not using it. Go right ahead. Next thing I know, it's been about ten years. I can't open the garage door. You know, there's barely a path to open the door. It's like you got to open it hit a button to open the front of the garage door, go back through the house to the front, get what you need, like the lawnmower or whatever, go all the way back through the house to the back, I you know, first world problems, and close it. And sometimes it gets stuck, so you got to keep running back and forth to make sure there's nothing in the sensor's way, and stuff like that. And I've always been uh, terrified, and I've had lots of dreams about uh, homeless guys squatting in my garage and, and, and people living out there. And that's never happened, thankfully. But there's always that... that Feeling in the pit of my stomach about um someone being out there, and one of these days I'm going to get you know stabbed with uh with some rusty toy out there. I don't know because i you know I'm invading on their squatting land, which is actually my garage but um so I've been having these dreams about homeless guys up in the up in the attic watching us and listening. I don't know it it sounds kind of paranoid and kind of goofy, but I don't know, man, those dreams are they're kind of realistic and they're they're creepy and uh they've been freaking me out. So what does it all mean? I don't know. Maybe it's my uh my deepest, darkest fear. Homeless people. <laughs> that's really messed up, and I and I don't mean that, but um I don't know. That that's part of the, the dream sequence I've been having. And then this other one um, and I'm actually probably going to name the title of this episode after this part. This is my, uh, my, uh, celebrity nemesis, I guess, which is weird because I love the movies that this person is in. I grew up watching these movies. I don't watch a ton of movies with this person in there because, you know, they don't really act that much anymore. But, um,. Every time I have a recurring dream about this person in my dream, something goes wrong and we end up getting into a physical altercation. And, uh, the first one, the first, one of the last times that it happened, uh, this, this person had, uh, come into the house and eaten my food and, and gotten into my pizza and all this weird stuff. And I ended up pushing her down the stairs and broke her neck in the dream. And, uh, You know what? She's back again. And my uh, my celebrity nemesis, for whatever reason, is Sigourney Weaver. And I don't understand it. I don't know why, but that's the way it's been. And because I loved her in Ghostbusters, right? And Avatar and I don't know, everything else. Alien, of course, that's a that's a big one. Gorillas in the Mist, Um, just off the top of my head there. Um, Great actress, wonderful woman, right? Uh, Considered to be one of the, the most beautiful ladies of the 80s. But um, <laughs> this this time, I had a dream, and I, and I don't know where I was or how this all started. But my wife had left me for someone, and it turns out that it was another woman. And I come to find out that the woman was Sigourney Weaver. Again, I don't know what I have a beef with this woman for, and uh, you know maybe if I ever meet her, I'll ask her. Hey, stay out of my dreams, Ripley. Okay. But uh, I thought about that, and I played this on dream on. You see where I'm going with this uh with this uh this subject here, so what I've got according to uh finest five on blogspot, the top five dream sequences in movies, so let's uh count it down, man number five, the big Lebowski um if you've never seen that movie, you gotta watch it. I was actually quoting it at work earlier, and nobody understood what I was talking about bummed me out. I feel I feel a little old, maybe a little over pop cultured. I don't know. Maybe these guys are under pop cultured. Maybe they need to sit down and watch a movie. Stop uh, Instagramming and duck facing, you know, watch a movie. Big Lebowski. It's a classic. Anyway, so in the dream world, in the dream sequence here, we're entering the dude's world. And uh, as the dream starts, Saddam's handing the bowling shoes. Julianne Moore is in a naughty warrior suit. And the dude is shaking to the rhythm. You know, this is a pretty cool scene. Um, Dozens of feathered uh, Busby Berkeley dancers are lining up along the bowling aisle. And the dude's hovering below their skirts with a stupid smile on his face. And then it turns into a nightmare. When uh, the evil little red people want to cut off his fingers, Um, funny and amazingly executed, it fits perfectly to the wacky attitude of the film. The dude abides. So, uh, number four, uh, American an American Werewolf in London. Um, Man, they don't make horror movies like they used to. Um, (laughs) I don't know how. uh, Let me get off on tangent here. I don't know how my kids are so afraid of werewolves when we don't let them watch horror movies or or anything like that. I, mean, I guess I've got this really creepy werewolf mask that I pull out around Halloween that my son is terrified of. And uh, he's always, put it away, put it away. He knows it's rubber. And, of course, I got pictures of this when my daughter was a year old. She found out that he was afraid of it. He's four years older than her. She put it on and started chasing him around the house. And it was hilarious for us, but traumatizing to him. Anyway, an American werewolf in London is one of the greatest... uh Sorry, horror movies of all time. <clears throat> so, um, our young sightseeing leading man has just been molested by a wild animal and watched his best friend die. Um, this kind of stuff is meant to haunt you in your dreams, but one would naturally expect a werewolf in our hero's nightmare. Um, and this is the actual trick. When Nazis with terrifying masks and 12-inch knives and Uzis come barging through the door, you believe it's the real thing. And um, just as our twisted hero wakes up, it becomes your current obsession since the curtains rapidly open to reveal a Nazi attempting to slit a beautiful nurse's neck. No, wait. It's just another dream. Weird sequence. Has really nothing to do with the movie. But it's great. Number three. American Beauty. This is a this is a crazy movie with Mena Suvari. Yeah, of American pie fame. Uh, watch Lester Burnham, a simple middle-aged depressed man whose highlight of the day is yeah doing stuff in the shower (laughs) um he's been asleep for most of his life but now he's awake so where's the harm in daydreaming about your 16 year old daughter's cheerleader friend unzipping her top and exposing her rose petal shooting breasts or of course giving your dangerously underage object of your fantasies a flowery bath and you know her being so dirty and all Uh, i bet lester's highlight of the day ain't that anymore uh number two this is on the list here and i've actually never seen this movie but i hear it's really good so don't yell at me because you know i'll yell at you for never seeing american werewolf in london or the big lebowski so suck on it uh number two is train spotting uh going cold turkey from the junkies eyes we actually don't know if it's a nightmare or a hallucination but it doesn't even matter we watch in awe as renton gives a visit gets a visit from his not-so-close friends, from his underage one-night stand to a ceiling-walking dead baby. It's not about getting out of drugs. It's about standing up to your sins and facing your guilty past. It's a way of cleaning up your soul, and Danny Boyle makes it quite clear that it takes pain and suffering for his front man to find redemption. Um, Number one on this list, and I'm just going to go out there and spitball it, Ghostbusters, you got (laughs) to... Come on, the Dan Aykroyd scene with the floating ghost. Um, I never understood it as a kid, but I get it now. I'll tell you what. (laughs) So um, there's your top five. Uh, Fun, I always try to bring it back to movies because that's what I love. And that's what, like I said, escapes me from this world. So, um, yeah, uh, before we get into the trivia and stuff, I just want to head back for a minute and say I've got a new format for the show that i've been uh kind of cleverly coming up with because sometimes it's it's not always easy to have different subjects to talk to and or talk about and this is episode 78 i believe 77 78 and i've done a lot of top five lists uh 77 or 78 of them i got to go back and look at the number of this i apologize it's been a while and i'm tired but um that's a lot of top five lists, and sometimes I run out of ideas, and uh, so I've been trying to think about what I can do for a future episode, and I've come up with a solution, and I think this is really cool. It's going to be really fun, for me anyway. I don't know if you guys are going to love it, but then again, i got to live up to the mediocre name, because that's what this is, right? So I'm a big fan of this show called The Decibel Geek Podcast. Uh, it's run by... Uh, Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro and I've talked about them quite a bit on the show I've recommended them I've talked to them on Twitter and Facebook all the time they're really personable really cool guys that keep you in the world of rock and heavy metal music sorry I keep hitting the microphone um I uh I say um a lot if I don't talk with my hands like Kevin Smith so I gotta kind of move around quite a bit you can't see it but it's goofy and that's what I do a little behind the scenes, how this sausage is made. So anyway, I listen to the Decibel Geek podcast a lot, and I love the shows. They actually just did um, a recent interview with Vinny Vincent of Kiss, who's been in hiding for the last twenty years. Recently came out of hiding for an expo. He's back in the limelight. He wants to tour and do all this cool stuff. Anyway, the Decibel Geek podcast. If you love rock and roll music or heavy metal, they're not sponsoring this, but I, I'm just a huge fan of the show. Go check them out. These guys are great. Anyway, um, they do these shows every now and then called Albums Unleashed. And that's where they find somebody, find an obscure album that was either loved or hated, depending. And they find someone that worked on that album, be it a producer or a certain musician in the band or someone who who has knowledge of the songs on that album and what it took to record it and, pro- and uh, produce it and all that stuff. And they bring them in and they interview them and talk to them about the album and what it took to make it and they break it down track by track and um how it was to record each each song and i think that's really cool and those are some of my favorite episodes Um especially like the toby wright one because he talks about kiss carnival of souls and that's almost it's an obscure album to most uh Casual Kiss fans who don't know, you know, all the back catalog and stuff. They just know rock and roll all night, Detroit Rock Cities, Shout It Out Loud, and stuff like that. Uh, The Destroyer album, basically. But um, Carnival of Souls came out in 97. It was recorded a little bit before the reunion tour, and then so it didn't get the the push because it was non makeup era Kiss with Bruce Kulick and Eric Singer. And um, it's kind of grungy. It's not really the Kiss feel. But it's always been one of my favorite albums because it is so vastly different uh, from the rest. And I I tell you, I can line up, uh, say, five or six different Kiss albums at random, and show anybody how diverse their music is. Anywhere from, you know, like I said, Destroyer being so polished and, and finished with Bob Ezrin, to you know, The Elder, to Unmasked, or Creatures, or Revenge, to Carnival of Souls to crazy nights or whatever have you. And these guys, you know, they talked to the producer and talked about what it took, you know, with the, having the guys in the studio and recording the album and stuff and how he produced the record. And, uh, it gives you a really cool insight and, and a, and a much, well, a, a newer appreciation for the album that you may not have ever listened to. Had it not been for this episode. Um, they did one with Alice Cooper's Dada album, and that's like a hated album. It's, it's one that was, it was a dark time for Alice Cooper, and not a lot of people know this album, and if they do, they hate it. I found an appreciation for this album through these episodes called Albums Unleashed, and I'm gonna totally steal that format, uh, do an Albums Unleashed series of podcasts coming out soon. Um, where I'm going to break down the Oz albums. And that was my band for the last, I don't know, 10, 11 years. So I, there's a lot of music to get through. Uh, my albums are available for free download on SoundCloud now. I used to sell them for 10 bucks a piece. So that's cool. Go ahead, out, get out there and get yourself uh, one of the albums and tell me what you think about it. Um, you know, I'm the sole writer, producer, musician, I, I do everything. It's it's my music. It's my band. It's me. Um, And this is, my book covers a lot about that too. So this is going to tie into the book as well as the podcast, as well as the music. And it's going to bring it all together in one giant thing, which is really pretty amazing. So this is kind of like my dream come true. This is what I've always wanted to do. Build an audience and just be heard in the world. And that's what I'm doing on the show here. You guys are listening. And I thank you for that. And that's cool. And, um, yeah, if you haven't, I mean, you know, I play a song each week. I don't really put the original songs on the, uh, the podcast for some reason. I always do the cover songs. Um, uh, maybe because they're, there's an unlimited amount of them. Um, but these albums Unleashed, I'll be breaking down, you know, one album per episode that I've done. Uh, song by song, track by track, how each song was written, how they came about, how I recorded them and produced them, and uh, what they mean to me and uh, the rest of the world. So I'm excited about it. Um, Even if I'm the only one excited about it, that's okay, because I'm going to do it. And it's going to be pretty cool, pretty amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to it so stay tuned for an albums unleashed i'm gonna to have to call it something else i don't want to completely steal their their gimmick but uh it'll be something cool we'll uh we'll uh we'll groove about it later so uh for now why don't we change the the mood and the tone hit the theme song and we will start our trivia get smart man it's been a while it's been so long in fact that i don't remember the last trivia question so i do apologize for those of you that got it right let's reset it right now with this entertainment question about movies so here we go what was the name of the 1995 high-tech thriller film which starred sandra bullock there's your trivia question for the week um speaking of movies dude um i know i mentioned we went and saw the avengers if nothing else man you gotta go see ready player one um, for the longest time, I've been recommending you guys read the book because it's been one of my favorite books for the last few years, and I got the audio version, which is read by Will Wheaton, and that makes it even more amazing. Um, the film adaptation of the movie is incredible. And that's all I got to say, man. They they did change a lot from the book. They strayed away from it quite a bit, but Ernest Cline was executive producer on the on the movie. So it was his different take on his own story that he originally wrote. So you can't fault the dude for that, right? Um go see Ready Player One if you're a fan of pop culture or 80s movies or anything remotely cool. Um this movie was like a giant um tease or trip to comic-con which that that season's coming up really soon and i can't wait for comic-con man it's gonna be amazing so um yeah uh let me check the uh the old inbox and we'll see if we have any mail here we go you have new mail waiting all right Maybe I should open this up a little more because I got a really interesting one here from Frank Young. Um, Just want to say thanks for the shout out, Frank. Um, The subject is time travelers, please help. All right. Subject goes like this. Dear, this podcast is just okay. That's me. (laughs) If you were a time traveler and only a time
1: traveler...
0: Aw, oh, man, rest in peace, Art Bell. Um, or alien disguised as human and or have the technology to travel physically through time, I need your help. Uh My life has been severely tampered with and cursed. I have suffered tremendously and am now dying. I need to be able to travel back in time, rewind my life, including my age, back to four. Uh Be able to remember what I know now so that I can prevent my life from being tampered with again after I go back. I am in very great danger and need this immediately. I am aware that there are certain types of time travel and that humans do not do well through certain types. I need to, I need as close to temporal reversion as possible, as safely as possible to be able to rewind the hands of time in such a way that the universe of now will cease to exist. Um, I know there are some very powerful people out there with alien or government equipment capable of doing just that. If you can help me, I will pay you for your teleport or trip down here, along with hotel stay, food, and all expenses. I will pay top dollar for the equipment. Proof must be provided. Also, if you are one of the very few beings with the ability to edit the universe, please reply. Only if you have this this technology and can help me, please send a separate email to and then he's got his email address omitted. Please do not reply if you're an evil alien. thanks, dude. That is intense um well i as far as I know, I'm not an evil alien, so I guess I can respond here um well first of all i'd I'd say you'd have to you're gonna have to find some biometric fuel somewhere right um I don't know you don't want to throw up the temporal cortex the space time continuum and have you heard of alternate dimensions and uh you know parallel realities and distant different universes? you know things like this are, are what caused the Mandela effect and um i think we're in a pretty strange universe as it is um every time that that big hadron collider is turned on i think that uh some kind of uh version of our universe gets a little screwed up more and more wouldn't you say um maybe we could just wait for the next one um maybe uh maybe it won't be just the bernstein bears name that changes um I mean, yeah, I'd like to get paid, and who wouldn't like to time travel, honestly? I mean, man, I'd totally go back there and, and you know, invent the iPod or something. <laughs> Maybe be the first podcaster. I don't know. That'd be kind of crazy. I'd make millions. Um, I don't know. I'd be... I thought about it. I thought about all the things I would do, and that's uh, that's dangerous territory, man. That's uh, something I could save for a different episode uh, in the future, but thank you for your email uh i appreciate that anyway um if you would like to send me an email uh such as frank did uh you can write to me at just okay pod at gmail.com. Uh that's where i answer uh your your cues you have cues i have a's and uh that's where all that lives um you can also write to me on the facebook page go ahead and join up at facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay um i post the pictures and the episodes i haven't really been all that active on there um kind of been uh not not liking social media so much and um seeing all the the crazy strange things that mark zuckerberg's been going through um and you know what i got my webcam open right now uh as well as my speakers so i might as well say oh hi mark um (laughs) but uh you can check that out man i'm also here on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash this podcast is just okay and if you don't listen on soundcloud which i think you should because it's cool and it's free and it's awesome and hip and you'll be the, the the coolest cat in your neighborhood. Um you can also listen to it on iTunes for free. Um just go ahead to the head to the was it Apple Music or Apple podcast or whatever. I still call it iTunes, I don't know. Um go to the the store there and search for this podcast is just okay. Um I'm also on Instagram at kissmember34. Uh you can search the hashtag this podcast is just okay. Um I do different artwork per episode. And post those on the social media pages. I'm also at, oh man, a uh, just okay podcast on Twitter. I recently changed the handle, so I got to keep remembering the name. Uh, yeah, just okay podcast at. Twitter, uh, which I'm trying to get a little more active on. I haven't really done too much with it. I follow people. I look at your your stuff and your jokes and everything. You guys are great. Uh, I don't really get on there and, and respond a lot or retweet things. I should. I should. Maybe I'll, I'll make that a goal. I'll start doing that, and then uh, I'll start posting my uh, my book details and all that stuff, man. I, once again, um, in case you forgot, I am making a book. I, I said that at the beginning of the show. Maybe one of these episodes, along with the uh, the Unleashed episode, Maybe I'll read an excerpt from the book uh, maybe next week. So that'll be cool. That'll be a cool little treat for you guys uh from from me to you. I'm always giving you gifts, man. This show is free. Free entertainment and uh endless wisdom from my mediocre mouth. So <laughs> um if you're also looking to give gifts, I know graduation season is coming, and who wouldn't want to wear my face? Um, as a congratulatory gift. <laughs> Don't be like this guy. He's mediocre. <laughs> uh check out CafePress dot com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise. That was a mouthful. It's a lot of stuff to say, but it's worth it. And I designed the stuff myself. I will be designing new things uh as soon as I remember the password to log in. Cause uh I forget that stuff, you know, I I haven't been on it in a while, but I I got uh I got the horse head, I got tumbler glasses, dude. Those are cool. Those are always my favorite because I got a bunch of kiss ones in the house. I got some geek fuel ones. Um it'd be cool to get a this podcast is just okay, uh, cup and have my face on it because, you know, who loves you more than you, right? Uh I've also got the eight bit version of me and uh it says mediocrity at its finesters, wallets, hats, buttons, uh you name it. It's there. Go ahead and check that out. Um Send me an email, write to me, be social, uh, share the link. Um, because without you guys, this show is just me rambling, uh, currently in my kitchen while looking at a pineapple, uh, crazy. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, is it worth something to you? If so, share it. That'd be cool. You can also leave me a five star review on iTunes. If you love it, one star, if you hate it, three stars, if you're in the middle, just get out there and write me your opinion. Uh, but make sure it's not as bad as Yelp because, uh, People, <laughs> I'm. Maybe that'll be a future episode too, where uh, grown adults like to go and tattle Yelp.com. So, um, until then, man, I think I've given you a lot to uh, absorb and uh, mull over, and answer the trivia question and all that good stuff. Go ahead and write to me the answer, and uh, have yourselves a week, man. I will catch you guys next time.